Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienaker. Wheels, how was your day yesterday? My day was really good. I thought it was, you know, some days that you just remember why you're a football fan. And I feel like yesterday was uh, was one of those days where you just you remember like, hey, the rest of the year sucks like this. This is awesome. One of the better regular season games I can remember. I can't imagine being a Vikings fan. I, it's almost not worth the stress. I'd almost rather have like a normal win and a normal loss. Like there were so many. Uh, I mean, you'll talk about it. There's so many ups and downs. Like you get a win. But at the end of the day, that's got that had to take like years off your life, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I tweeted. I mean, your dad it. said I, it was the best win of his life, right? Yeah. And it, <sighs> well, for, for, before we get to that, I, you know, I feel a little bit bad here. The Jets are having the best season, certainly in in 32 fans history, you know, probably going mm-hmm. back at least a decade. And every week the Vikings just trump them and we don't get to spend time talking. About... Now, the Jets run a bye this week, but, you know, yeah, that's another week. Without Listen, a, it's another the, week without a Jets loss. The Jets didn't need five miracles to beat the Bills. They just beat them straight out. So, yeah, OK, true, you know. true. Yep. <laughs> um, you, you know, it, it was I, and I've had some time to reflect on it. Obviously, we were recording Monday morning. Uh, you know, I've watched a, a million clips of of well, of every single play from that game, you know, with the Titanic theme music and everything else. I think that because of the fact that ultimately this game didn't really matter, mm-hmm. it's never going to touch the Minneapolis miracle or like, you know, any of like those like big postseason moments, because ultimately, you know, going on the road to the best team in football and, you know, being down 27 to 10 with a minute to go in the third quarter and coming back to win. It's great. But if the Vikings lose that game, they're still, you know, almost certainly going to be the two seed in the NFC. And if they and they won the game and they're still probably. Yeah, somebody said to me, it's like, well, look at the Vikings schedule. They have to play the Jets, Patriots and Cowboys next three weeks. Yeah, they got three more. Games than they could go teams. over. They could go for three. You'll have no impact on their postseason standing. Like they're probably not going to be the one seed and they're probably not going to be the three seed. So. Yeah, well, I mean, if they lose all of those, the Cowboys or the Giants could catch them, especially, you know, the, the if they lose to the Cowboys and the Giants, they'd be losing time. The Cowboys there. and the Giants can't catch them because the Cowboys and the Giants are not division winners and the Vikings are division. Well, winners. one of them is going to be the division winner. Oh, so sorry. Never mind. I forgot about these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah, irrelevant. You guys yeah, are yeah. like, lo- you, I mean, yeah, you're yeah. Almost and, and, and the West yeah, and nobody in the West or the South is going to get to 11 wins, let alone 12, 13. So, yeah, you're right. The, the Vikings are pretty much locked in. But, t- you know, 
if uh, you know, another thing I was thinking this morning is the Jefferson catch makes me reappreciate, not that I never appreciated, but makes me reappreciate the helmet catch mm-hmm. because now the helmet catch wasn't on fourth and eight. There was also, of course, the, uh, the Fred X catch for on fourth and what was it? 24 for the Eagles. Four and 26. Yeah. 26. Yeah. But that, that was just, you know, that was a standard reception. I mean, nothing standard on fourth and 26, but you know, again, like if, if it's a playoff game, the Jefferson catches in the conversation for the greatest play in NFL history. But ultimately, while it, it while it might be the greatest catch or, you know, I mean, if that was a playoff game, that's the greatest game in NFL history, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd have to think about it again. It's in the conversation. But I mean, the there Jefferson- are so many moments. I uh, so yeah. I I watched this game at work, but I had to I, I had no choice but to leave at about 420, which I thought would be safe. Uh, but I, I mean, uh, like to go on a train. But even on the train, I have reds. I have, you know, the red zone. So I thought I would be safe. I didn't realize that games would be going till five where I was going to be under a ton or whatever. Yeah. But there was did it like, the first least... quarter end in the the some game before the Vikings Bills game ended, I think. Like one of the late games, I thought the first quarter was probably. Over. I mean, the that Lions Bears game was like a quarter ahead of the other games at one o'clock. Mm. It was like yeah, one of the four or five. I had no, I, I didn't even know the Bears, the Lions won that game. The, yeah, we had know, that I, game on. It's funny. I have a 47 inch TV inches from my face with red zone, and I did not notice anything happening. No, any it, other was too, it was too crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that was probably, I think that was the second best game at one. Uh, and I, I, I saw, you know, pretty much everything so we could talk about them, but. I do think uh, there was at least like five moments where our whole like uh, 32 fans chat exploded to like, oh, my God, like, holy yeah. F. Like there was just like dozens of like the, the uh, Jefferson catch. Yeah. Then the the, the goal line situation. Yeah. Then obviously like the three fumble. plays of the goal line. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if, can yeah, we get then to an early fumble. parents corner, I, I think I, I made three of my kids cry yesterday. Well, we could, you, you know, people saw it. It was on it was on video. Now, you. We should talk about this. You uh, you go really, really crazy during fighting games like you're I mean, not 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 if they have a normal game. They just refuse to have no big plays. You scream like louder than like ninety nine point nine percent of fans. I mean, you like almost uh, lose bodily control when uh, when there's a huge. Well, first of all, you're talking about games that are so crazy that it's gone on like that, that I put a live stream up, right? No, but even no, no, even when you came to watch at my friend's house like uh, five, six years ago. Yeah, you were like so loud. His wife had to come out and then wasn't um, that the game where Teddy got strip sacked um, in Denver, Minnesota? Yeah, the Vikings drove down the field. They were at like the Denver Mm -hmm. 35 and Teddy got strip sacked in the game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. again, it was a Vikings esque end. But you were but I'm saying you you really like get get so crazy. Yeah. Well, listen, this team is, uh, you know, as as the T-shirt I was wearing says, uh, this team makes me drink or whatever it says. Yeah. Um, so you made yes. three of your three of your boys cry. So, yes. So, well, the, the, the third the third crier, the second oldest son was after the game was later on in the night, which is the one I feel the most bad about because he, um, you know, he has his best friend, Jack, and he basically spent the whole day with Jack. And, and he um, after his flag football playoff game was over, Jack's mom texted and his game was at 1.30. So it was over at like 2.30. So around halftime of the Vikings game or whatever. And his mom texted and said, hey, uh, Kobe had a sleepover at Jack's light the night before. Like Kobe had been with Jack all, the whole day. Like we had barely seen Kobe. We'd seen him for like 20 minutes. And and he's, and his mom texts and says, hey, is it okay? Can Kobe go back to our house now? He wants to watch football. We're going to watch football there. So I texted back. I said, well, you know, we're watching football here also. 
watching the Vikings game. But, you know, if he wants to go there, that's okay. But my feelings were sort of hurt that, like, you know, my eight-year-old would rather be with his friend than, than his dad and his grandfather and his brothers in, you know, all watching a Vikings game together in what turned out to be this, like, insane Vikings game. And so I sort of told him that, and he started crying. And, I, I mean, I said it in a nice way. I said, I said, you know, my feelings were a little bit hurt. I said, it's good that you have such good friends. You want to hang out with them, but sometimes it's nice to spend time with family. And, and he started crying. He's like, well, I didn't know it was going to be such an exciting game. I'm like, but, but that's the point. Like, you know, like if you have an opportunity to spend it with your grandfather, who's watched every Vikings game ever, pretty much. And, and mm-hmm. your father, who's watched, you know, everyone since 1991. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it, but just to go back to what I was saying before about why, how it's not a playoff game. Like th- for many moments in the fourth quarter and overtime, I had accepted emotionally in my heart that the Vikings were going to lose. And I was OK with it. And, and this is a rare thing that you really feel, but I did honestly feel this was a moral victory. I thought, you know what? We came back down 27, 10. We played toe to toe. We outplayed this team for most of the second half. Like I'm fine losing this game. I think we've answered a lot of the doubters in terms of are the Vikings legit or not. And I really did feel that way. And that's not a feeling you ever have in a playoff game, right? There's no moral victories in a playoff game. Even, even if the jets go nine and eight and go into Kansas city and it's all gravy, you're still not going to be happy if, you know, if they lose that game, you know, 27, 26 at the buzzer. So, so that, that's the one limiting factor on like this game, sort of historical import, because ultimately it's an interconference game between it could have bigger impact on the bills. Right. I mean, the bills are not a lock to win their division at this point. So, right. Yeah. And, and, and winning, you know, getting a buy, they might need to, you know, go win out or only lose one. Yeah, I mean, I still way. think I would still pick the bills to, to get the buy, you know, they're going to be favored in every remaining. I think so. But, I mean, maybe the chiefs, but I, I think so. Josh, well, Josh Allen has. Looked very what the Bills haven't scored. They've, they haven't scored a touchdown since their bye week in like four weeks now in the second second half. half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Al, Allen's clearly not 100 percent. Like I said last week, he was holding his elbow. I didn't well, we see say him that, but he threw the, he threw literally the longest pass ever tracked on the last play of the game last week. Yeah. So and, and I mean, he was bulldozing his his errors have been mental errors, not physical ones. Right. Like the interceptions he's throwing are not physical ailments, or at least they don't appear to be. Yeah. Let me put let me put a little bit of uh, uh, rain on the Vikings parade just for fun. Rain. Uh, Cousins was kind of bad that the Jefferson play. The Jefferson play should have been his what you know one of three interceptions ultimately. Uh, they couldn't run the ball other than Dalvin's one play. They couldn't stop the run. Well, I mean, down the stretch over time, they ran for eleven yards every carry, but they They didn't run the ball in the first half. Yeah, on the one hundred twentieth defensive play of the game, the the Bills retired. But it's frustrating because the Bills had given up what four hundred yards rushing the previous two weeks. Mm There were four fumbles in this game. The Vikings recovered all four. Two by the Vikings, two by the Bills. The Vikings recovered all four. Uh, their next three teams, they play. Sure, but, but, but hold on a second. Because, I mean, there was a lot yeah. of luck in both directions. Oh, um, no, of course. There was a hundred yeah. fluky things. Uh, yeah. But, the I mean, the, re- the referee in this game, uh, you know, the Bills had 12 men on the field at the goal line stand. The the Gabe Davis. I, did they really? The- I It looks yeah. like there's 11 in that picture. But did you not see the video? Where, no, there's clearly 12. This, this is debatable. picture. This is like there's many things you can the, debate. The there's angle the guy paints on there's there's only eleven. In le- there may be a vi- uh, Bill's helmet hidden somewhere, but the no no there's two the viral line posts, line up next to each other. But yeah, there's two helmets and two butts and three mm-hmm. numbers on a jersey. Look, I, I mean, just listen, thought Jordan Davis has like your a face blind. double butt. <laughs> so, um, I mean yeah, just abysmal calls all over the field. I mean there was multiple um holding uh, defensive holding penalties that weren't called on the Bills. Uh, I mean, the, the I, you know, the Kirk Cousins touchdown was uh, on the sneak. He probably got in, but, you know, they're not going to overturn that. Uh, on the other hand, there was the Bills fumble in the what was it, third quarter, which I'm not 100 percent sure he fumbled it. But again, they're not going to overturn the call on the field. Um, uh, Josh Allen had at least two picks that were dropped. But yeah, but Cousins, especially the second pick he threw, it was reminiscent of have you ever been like playing pickup basketball 
And, you know, because you've just met these guys five minutes ago, or even if you know them, you know, you're not sure who's on your team, who's on that. And like, sometimes you just make a pass, like yeah, obviously pick the ball, to the, pass the ball to the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's what cousins did, but like, you don't really see that in the NFL. I mean, that was the worst interception I've ever seen, or I mean, you know, it's Nate Peterman level and yeah, cousins looked really, really bad early, but then late he looked, I mean, ungodly. I mean, he's just, he's throwing balls into like the tightest windows over and over again. Um, you know, you, you were starting to blame him for like the fourth and 18. It's fourth and 18. Like, well, you don't have a lot of chance. And he was getting pulverized. The Viking, Chris, Christian Derisaw has not allowed a single sack all season, has not had a single penalty all season. He has been Trent Williams-esque on, at, the, at the left tackle. You know, you were saying how it was, a, it was you know, how um, Elijah Vera Tucker's been good and how um, Rashawn Slater's been good. Like, the, Viking, the Vikings could not have gotten a better pick in Derisaw. And and then he got a concussion. He was out for that game. The Vi- Cousins was under constant pressure down the stretch. Also, obviously, the Bills knew his passing situations. And just time. And well, time is he going to be back? Because their next games are Patriots, who have the, the leading sacker and can get to in every play. The Cowboys, who have the best pass rusher, and the Jets, who have been getting to got you it's know very concerned guys. Um, I mean, the Vikings, who had been skating through for the first two months of the year with basically as few injuries as any team in the league, and you know that's a big part of why they were eight and one. Because you know injuries are, are not really predictive. They're they're lucky. The Vikings have been very lucky with injuries. All of a sudden, it's a little bit the reverse. Their 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 best cornerback is on the IR. Hopefully, he'll be back by the playoffs. But who knows? Um, and then his replacement got a concussion in the game and went out. And the Vikings had a guy they had signed the day before. They said, "Who my dad and I had never heard of." Who's covering Stefan Diggs in the fourth quarter in overtime? It's just. And then Andrew Booth, who was all the other cornerback who was in, other than Peterson. Um, I don't I don't remember the other guy's name. Swelly, Sweely, something Shelly. I've never heard of that guy. And then Booth, the, the the draft pick who had never played a defensive down, had only played special teams until this week and was suddenly forced in. So, you know, the teams you just mentioned, the Patriots and Jets aren't really going to threaten you down the field. So missing corners isn't the end of the world against those teams. But yeah, m- missing Derisaw could be a problem because um, Cousins was under constant pressure and he, uh, you know, he did a great job avoiding that. But yeah. And by the way, uh, any regrets not going to this game? Um, well, I'll say yes and no, because this is a game where you needed to have, I, I've said this before, like you go to football games for the vibes aspect, not for like, yeah. viewing, and cause you're, you're not going to get the, the replay experience, right? Especially yeah. like no, you're, crowd. you have to text your friends at home or check yeah, the group chat happening. to see, yeah, you to have see no idea what's any happening. tough call or why is this guy not in the game anymore? Yeah. And it was a great experience. Now, if I had gone, I would have went with my dad and my sons. Those are the only people I was willing to go with. So I guess I would have had the experience with them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buff- Buffalo fans having been there two weeks ago. They're pretty. Being a, a fan rooting for the road team is a very fun experience unless you're in like Philly or Yankee Stadium, basically, or where in which case it's miserable. Um, Buffalo fans are pretty nice, pretty friendly, I thought. Um, so I think that would have been fun in that respect. But yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm glad I watched it at home. I'm still I'm gearing up. I'm not I'm going to end up going to Philly for the NFC Championship game this year, if that's how it works out. And, and I know I shouldn't because uh, I made the right decision not going uh, four years ago, but I think I might go this time. So. Mm hmm. All right, Wheels. Uh, this week, as always, support for our episode is coming from Manscaped, the best in men's below the waist grooming. Uh, we're going to do a quick read this week. We gave him like 10 minutes last week. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I'm so Who was the so, announcer used to do like brought to you by like was it the CBS SEC guy? I, I don't know what you're referencing there. You don't follow sports yeah, brought to you but- by. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was so tired last night, emotionally spent after the Vikings game that uh, no matter how well escaped my family jewels were, I don't think it would have mattered. I, uh, I, I was exhausted, but don't be like that. Make sure that your family jewels are always uh, precision engineered and you need precision engineered tools to do that. The Manscaped mm-hmm. Performance Package 4.0. 
the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. If there's anything better than being a Vikings fan, it's being a 32 fans listener because you get an exclusive offer not available anywhere else on the internet that you go to manscaped.com, you buy their amazing products, mm-hmm. you enter the code 32 fans, you get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Germany, England, Mexico, wherever the NFL is going, that's where you can get your Manscaped shipped to you. Tom Brady probably had some sense of Germany last week. He's won in four, four different countries now, the all-time record. Incredible. Yeah. Has he won in Canada? Never won in Canada, has he? Yeah, well, he's a loser. Weren't the Bill, did the Bills play a couple games in Canada? Yeah, no, they used to for a little while. Seems like that died down. Yeah. Did Brady ever have a game there? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, Manscaped. Let me tell you something, Alex. Some people like to give out coupons or discounts for things, and they give like two, three, max 4% off. But Manscaped this week is giving 20. You know how to say 20 in Hebrew? A stream. Esrim. And doesn't yeah. that sound like Esrim sounds like a word you like, I don't know. It sounds like shaving or something. 20% off. Yeah. And free shipping with the code. Uh, how, how do you say 20 in Spanish or German or any other language? Do you know? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, neither do I. My, um, uh, my knowledge is very poor, unfortunately. Mary, you know how to say 20 in Spanish? Bente. Oh, look at this. My wife is a very good student. Yeah. Uh, that's 20% off with uh, free shipping at manscaped.com using code 32 fans. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. That's M A S C A P E D. Yeah. By the way, I'm looking at a list of games in Canada. Mm-hmm. Boston Patriots played in, Can- in Montreal in 1969, well, but I don't think Brady football. was there. The New England Patriots played in Canada also in Montreal in 1990, but I don't think Brady was there. Mm-hmm. And in 1993, they played in the Sky Dome. But um, yeah, so they've had quite a few. They had a game in China, apparently, a preseason game in 2007, but it was canceled. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. And then they've played in the United Kingdom a bunch. And then, of course, in Mexico. Yeah. So Tom Brady never won in China, never won in Canada. But uh, I bet you he is perfectly escaped. And uh, but he can afford to not use the 32 fans code. But you guys can't. So, guys, come on. 32 fans. That's the code. Manscaped.com. Get on it. What else do you have? Uh, okay, so yeah, let's go through the other games. Uh, hard to live up to that, but uh, so Detroit, Chicago, we just mentioned. Did you know they flashed this? They flashed this stat on the screen during the fourth quarter. I'm sure you didn't see it. The Lions, who had trailed 24 to 10 after three quarters, won this game. The Lions last won a game where they trailed by 14 in the fourth quarter in 1993. Doesn't that seem impossible? Well, I mean, the Vikings did it today, right? Isn't it crazier that the Bills had never lost in the NFL ever a game at home that they were winning by 14 points at halftime? That seems crazy. Ever? Yeah. Although, how often do you go up by 14 at halftime? But yeah, I hear you. Usually the last time was, I think, 1968 when they were in the AFC. That was 52. Mm -hmm. Well, 52 times is the answer. 52 straight. And and yeah. uh, Yeah. So that's. But 20 years. It was against the Vikings in 1993. And the Lions are down 14 in the fourth quarter a lot. So. Yeah, yeah, they, by, they by got a lot of opportunities. Uh, I like to pour a little bit of cold water on Justin Fields. Um, uh, his running obviously is incredible. That will obviously open up passing lanes. That being said, he had like 26 yards, you know, two minutes before halftime against the team with, I'd say, NFL, even like SEC level tackling. I don't know if he did what he was able to do against Detroit. I mean, Detroit's defense outside of yeah. uh, Hutchinson, who you really watch the game thing like, oh, he has to do everything. And they yeah. have a couple guys who are like NFL players, Aquara and maybe one of the corners. But 
so many of those guys are just like should not be playing uh, in the NFL. They can't tackle. The team cannot tackle. Yeah, well, I do think Fields is going to be a guy who's more exciting than he is good. Like, no, it's we... possible Fields was amazing, but go I, I, Michael he, Vick on the Falcons. He didn't make was... any throws. It was running around, and then someone was eventually open. There, I didn't see one throw that was like, "Wow, can't believe Fields made that throw." Michael Vick on the Falcons was an incredibly, insanely exciting guy. He was the best guy to use in in video games. He had that epic overtime touchdown run against the Vikings. He had the epic game mm-hmm. in Lambeau where he won a playoff game when the Packers hadn't lost in Lambeau in the playoffs in a hundred years. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, his excitement far surpassed his like on-field contribution. And forgetting about the dog thing, and like like he was never he was never a top-tier passer, and so he was never able to convert. Like he was exciting to watch, but you really couldn't build like you know a, a true contender around him. Mm-hmm. And then later in his career, he has that one good year in Philly, but that you know that was sort of a, a fluke given the rest of his career. And and I think and Fields is young and early, and you know three weeks ago we thought. No, I'm not saying no. Week, obviously, so we don't have to give up every him. week, but yeah. But but Let's I, I crown him after that Detroit game. Detroit is he, terrible. He's super exciting as a runner, but he's not even yet at, at the level of like of Kyler Murray as a passer, let, let alone where he really needs to be consistently to be. Um, and yeah, it's not it, if I had to bet, will Justin Fields ever win uh, two playoff games in the same season? I would bet no. Wow. OK. Would you bet? Yes. How, how many quarterbacks in NFL history? Have won two? Not that many. It's not that I common. Mean, some thing to some do. bad ones, though. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just saying. That's um, a good one. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, so a uh, nice job by Detroit. Detroit plays very hard, but they they just aren't very good. By the way, uh, people who trash me for DeAndre Swift, he sucks. He had six carries, six yards. Um, no, you're, you're right. We've discussed this. He does suck, and he can't say help you. He, right, he looks Kansas good City, for four plays every month. Kansas City, one of my fears that maybe they will not get the one seed, even though they're 7-2, to two, is they just have a problem putting people away. They This game, you, you see how they lost to the Colts. Uh, towards the beginning of the season because this game was not a 10-point game. I mean, the Jaguars did score late, but this was, you know, a 25-point blowout or should have been. They, you know, Mahomes, they couldn't they couldn't force Mahomes into a complete pass. Pacheco had a terrible fumble. Um, Kirk, Christian Kirk looked really good, but in general, th- this was like such a gap uh, quality between these two teams. But wh- when the have the Chiefs in out. the last five years ever been able to put teams away? No, a few years ago they were they were they were burying people. They, oh, I mean, honestly, this defense is better than than it's been. Like the defense is kind of swarming. They were all they were all over Lawrence all game. They sacked him five times. Um, but uh, you know, it just felt like they were they kept giving the Jaguars chances to stay in the game. Pacheco fumbled, Forson fumbled. Uh, it was kind of over already. But Mahomes had a rare and bad interception. Very good for our. You know, Allen is sort of playing himself out of the MVP race. Yeah, Mahomes a little is the, bit. I saw Mahomes. I heard Mahomes is only like plus one forty right now. That's crazy. Mahomes should be the favorite right now. He should be in the minuses. Listen, Mahomes is there. Hertz is there, but our guy Tua is moving up the charts. Larkin. I mean, he is Larkin. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um So just uh, let's talk about Cousins for a second. So, so last year at this point, Cousins had two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Cousins already has more picks this year than he had all of last year. Yeah. And part of it was coming into the season. One of the things that the, that KOC really wanted to work on with Cousins was forcing him to be more aggressive, forcing him to attempt passes that might be picked because more aggression in the long run is good. And I think some of the picks can be chalked up to that. But some of them, obviously, you know, I, I, we talked, you know, the second one where he just threw it to the guy in, the, in blue instead of purple. You know, obviously, that's a, that's not a case of that. It, it is interesting because you do see some of these guys whose number like Cousins, numbers are he, the worst of his career, really but they're winning and, and he's performing beyond his numbers. 
And then you have Tua, whose whose numbers are, are are better than a lot. You know, a lot of commentators are saying they're better than his actual performance, and it's all because Waddle is wide open and Tyreek is wide open. But yeah, at a certain point, you got to start giving Tua credit, and I, I think it's going to be really hard to catch Mahomes. He's he's going to need Mahomes to have a couple of games like Allen's had the last couple of weeks, but it, it's not impossible that, that Tua could uh, get in the conversation. No, I don't. Even if this get was any other that. league, if this wasn't the NFL, where it's you know fifty yeah, guys voting, where one it's time, a storyline, yeah. Well, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the voting system in the other sports, you, you know, in NBA, it's it's uh, you vote for it's five, three, one in the end. In baseball, you vote for 10 guys. You have a ballot so you can build up votes, second and third place votes, which gets you in the conversation. And if that was the system in the NFL, I think Tua might have a chance. But the problem is in the, in the NFL, it's binary. You either get a vote for MVP or you don't. And so yeah, the media almost always there. centers around one candidate. So, yeah, so I'm not, gonna, let's not get excited yet, but. Um, Mahomes either has you know. to get hurt or have a couple bad games, and you know I'm not wishing. You know, mm. Yeah, and and it hurts us to lose a few games at some point, also. Yes. Uh, yeah, but speaking true. of two, a 25 for 32, 285, three touchdowns. Uh, they have not lost a game. They are seven and zero when he starts and finishes the game. Yeah, you, uh, you and well, I did not understand. There was two lines that we thought were like awful last week, and those we were both yeah. right on both of those. But so. we should have bet this Dolphins game. I, I'm, I, you know. Yeah. We're, no, we're just, no, picking, just picking winners and losers. We're both six and seven this week, so we're not doing so great there. No, but this was the one we said we we were going to bet on. We did. Yeah. Um, the uh, we said the Browns just needed to tread water. Uh, before Deshaun came back, they're three and six. They've officially not treaded, and it's um, the defense's fault. It's not the offense. Yep, Brissett has been okay. Um, but yeah, no, the defense was abominable. Brissett's they, been much better than he was last year. He's been as fine as you could have wanted him to be. Yeah, I mean. In the in the AFC, even if they got, let's say they win their next two games before Watson comes back for week thirteen, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, they're not going to make. It. Uh, yeah, I, I, because I, yeah, I, I mean, they basically can't lose again. Maybe they could lose once, but so Watson can start practicing with the team now, even though he can't play yeah. with them yet, which is weird. Like I don't understand the suspension. It's for Sundays, but not for the rest of the week. It's Sunday's only suspension. Yeah, weird suspension for him. Uh, yeah, listen, they wanted to get as many games as possible, and that's the all they were to get is 11. Uh, the Giants-Texans game was as bad. You know, I, I spoke to my grandpa before the 1 o'clock games, and he said he's not a red zone guy. I think to him, red zone is like an abomination. Uh, I'm sure. You know, yeah, he's old school. So, did, so did, he did, said, did you, you know, ask him where he ranks the Vikings-Bills game all time? Well, I should really call him because the Giants-Texans were on and the Vikings-Bills were on. He's like, I, I haven't decided which game to watch yet. And I'm like, you know, grandpa, you have the, you know, the, what the, like, the last button is on your remote just like flip over during commercials he's like i'm not doing that <laughs> that's no i watch one game and one game, game only and you watch a game yeah yeah i mean listen if one game ends early I, he can go fishing on the you know the remote but i he was leaning by the end of the call he was leaning vikings bill so hopefully he watched that game because i would like to hear where where he ranks at all as time. a jets fan isn't he more interested in the bills and the giants anyway well that's what he said he's i said don't you want to scout the bills for us grandpa and like the the texans are irrelevant so I, yeah. I think I think I had him convinced, but I didn't speak to him after the game. Um, yeah, the, but the Texans were really moving the ball all game, and then it seemed, you know, seemingly turning the ball over or doing something stupid. Uh, the Giants sort of had a bend, but don't break defense. But I don't know. I mean, eventually, like if you win enough of these, like you're just a winning team, and they're seven and two. And yeah, I, I haven't even looked who they're playing next week, but it's probably like. Uh, like Miami of Ohio or something. Like, well, I, can't, he, he, I can't even imagine. As team. a Vikings fan, the, the frustrating situation. Have you and have you? Did you guess this week's lines yet? Uh, it's it's even worse than Miami of Ohio. It's the Detroit Lions. No, yeah. we're going to guess the lines at the end of this. Oh, uh, but they do well, have two games I was this just going to say, like, as a Vikings yeah. fan, it's a bit frustrating because the Giants and the Seahawks, I think, are going to end up with the top two wild cards because they're going to have more wins than the Cowboys. 
which means the Cowboys are going to be the seventh seed going to Minnesota. And I'd much rather host the Giants or Seattle, obviously. Than so you think it's Seattle, San Francisco, but you think the Giant, the I think I San Francisco know. wins that division. I think the Giants and Seattle, I mean, Seattle could collapse. They're like, who knows what happens with Seattle? That'd be awesome. But look, I, San Francisco and Dallas are the, are the next best teams in the NFC. Right. Now, I think it'll be very hard for someone to get up there and steal a playoff spot because I assume the Bucks will be the best team in the South. But even if they're not, it's prob- that's a problem. Bucks are locked into division. the four. They're going to go nine and eight or whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, so I, I, that Thanksgiving By the is way, actually really good. If, if, if Tampa's nine and eight or whatever, and they beat the mm-hmm. Giants in week one and they go into Philly, uh, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know what that spread will be. But I think right now I might pick Tampa to be Philly. I, Tampa's not better than Philly right now. But, you know, yeah, in, in I don't playoffs, think I'll pick them to be Philly. I trust I Jalen Hurts. The- um, I so I made fun of their also, schedule in theory. If Tampa is more yeah. healthy by then. Yeah. Anyway, so rightfully so I made fun of their schedule seven and two. It is very top heavy, bottom heavy. So they have Detroit, the Washington twice and the Colts. But they also have the the at Minnesota at which might not matter for the Vikings at Philly, which very well might not matter for the Eagles. That's on January 8th. Uh, and then Thanksgiving at Dallas, which is it's just pretty exciting game. Yeah, but I, um, I, I, I'm writing those down as three losses. They play for Philly the Giants. Points. And they still right they and they can still just they can still go eleven and six, right? They just gotta go yeah, three. Yeah, eleven and six in eleven and six includes a, like maybe splitting with Washington or yeah, losing uh, to uh, one of those. Assume bad they teams. lose against three good teams and mm-hmm. that's five losses, and then they go three and one against the shit teams, and that's eleven and six, and you're probably gonna finish ahead of Dallas at that point. Yeah. But anyway, the Giants Cowboys game did not look great on paper and ends up it, it, I am kind of excited for that on Thanksgiving. Um is it Chicago Detroit again on Thanksgiving? Who who's Detroit playing? Do you know? Let's check. I'm pretty sure it's I'm pulling in a key. I'm recording this lying down. I don't want to get up. Oh, no. Oh, no. It is not Detroit, Chicago on Thanksgiving. It's Buffalo. Aren't they they hosting Buffalo? Yeah, Detroit. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Listen, I mean, they the Lions points, losing at noon is a Thanksgiving tradition. Okay, it We've is had true. it our whole it's lives. It's true. It, it is American tradition at this point. Yeah. And um, the Vikings are hosting the Patriots. Who are the Cowboys playing at four o'clock that week? The uh. The Vi- Vikings are hosting the Patriots. Oh, the night game. Who are the Cowboys well, what's hosting your question? for? What, what, who are the Cowboys hosting? What's the middle game? I just said the Giants. You don't listen to one word I say. I oh, oh, that's on Thanksgiving. Minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I, oh, I yeah, mean, that's a good Yes, football. that's a very, that's a good slate. Listen, the first game's not great, but, you know, the uh, possibility for a huge upset is there at least. Um, Yeah. So other games. Uh, I don't, I really have very little to say about Tampa Bay, Seattle. Uh, Seattle's now six. No, four, you know what? So I have something to say. Yeah. Fuck you, Pete Carroll. Fuck you, Geno Smith. Fuck you, Seattle. I picked against you. I picked you to lose every single week this year. And finally, 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 I took a Mia culpa. I admitted I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I should show respect. Geno's good. Whether I can understand or not, he's good. His receivers are good. His running back's good. His offense is good. The, the defense is good, even though they lost a bunch of veterans. Pete Carroll, obviously, is better coach than people give him credit for. They're a better team on paper. They're going to go into Germany. They're going to win. And for the first half, especially, if, but you know, until like late in the fourth quarter, they just look like trash. And and they lost to a crappy Tampa team. So I, you know, I don't think I've picked us any Seattle games right all year. So I think I picked them to beat the Giants at home. But other than that, I, I I can't put a finger on this team. I don't know what's going on. By the way, if I told you before the year the Giants would have two losses, but they beat a Cooper Rush and Geno Smith, you would have had me inst- you know institutionalized <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So the, then the two one o'clock games that were unwatchable. I mean, so unwatchable that maybe combined they got seven plays on red zone, like just the touchdowns. Uh, Pittsburgh, New Orleans was. Unfortunately, bad. Yeah. Um, Dalton. I think. I think they got to go back from from Dalton to Jameis. I, I. I think Dalton time is over. Um, Pickett didn't have a second to throw. He got smashed all game. They had six sacks on on Pickett. Uh, 
they, they said this week they were going to start giving the ball to Jalen Warren. So for fantasy reasons, uh, that was exciting. But then Najee Harris uh, had a much better game and probably won the job back. The other game, I, I don't even think they showed the touchdowns on red zone in this game. Denver, uh, Tennessee, also a hideous uh, oh, color. Were there touchdowns? I game. think they, we didn't get any till late in the game. Yeah, uh, the, a hideous color matchup between between these two teams. Yeah, Tennessee has usually beautiful jerseys. I don't know what they're doing with those pants and that jersey combo. I was um, also a little confused because Malik Willis was in the game at one point, but then Tannehill was playing. Well, I wasn't paying enough attention to know. What yeah, was he on. had one carry. I think I don't know if he, how, Didn't it, he it fumbled was more it or something? one or two snaps. I thought he fumbled. Uh, did did Willis fumble? Yes, he lost the fumble. Yeah. So maybe he, had, he was in he was in the game for like because I, I, I saw in red zone Malik Willis fumbling and walking off the field sad. Mm-hmm. And then every other time I was on red zone, it was Tannehill throwing all over. And I was like very confused. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Henry didn't do anything uh, bad running back in because I think Melvin Gordon's like the LVP of the week. Every time I watch, he's doing yeah. something bad. Uh, a guy I'd never heard of named uh, uh, Jalen Virgil got wide open and had a 66 yard. By touchdown. the way, so many Only guys played never heard of had touchdown receptions yesterday. There were a lot of there were a lot of no names, especially guys. in the one o'clock games. Look at look at all the teams like they were throwing to like their seven three guys you've never heard of. Yes, there were a lot of guys. They would be like, who is that? And it was like Harrison Bryant. It was always yeah. like and ooh, nobody had any like fantasy hurt. points at like three o'clock yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there were a bunch of no names. Uh, speaking of bad games that continued to four o'clock Indianapolis Vegas. This was at least like a meme game. You know, yeah. you have Jeff Saturday. You got car crying after the game. Yeah, listen, I'm glad, you know, we had a whole conversation in the 32 fans Patriot chat about this. But like one of the things that really, really offends me and annoys me is this like mm-hmm. performative machismo bullshit of NFL head coaches have to live in the office and sleep over and work 89 mm-hmm. hours a day. And like it just it's bullshit. Yeah, um, if it was such an easy job, Bill Cowher, you know what you'd be doing that instead of having retired for 25 years and no, no, and it, just been uh, no, on it, TV. It, it is a difficult job. I'm not dismissing that. Of course and it the is. Work, and the work life balance is. sucks and the consequences are very significant. Like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not dismissing that. There are there are millions of dollars at stake, millions of fans at stake, hundreds of people's life jobs at stake. Like I mm-hmm. understand all that, but there are, you know, the president of the United States gets more sleep than than it just it, it's. And I think a lot of the reason these guys do it is because if your team loses, you can say to the owner, "Hey, I'm in the it, like George Costanza on side film. I'm burning the midnight oil on both ends. I'm working mm-hmm. my ass off. There's not anything more I can do. Whereas if you're going home at eight o'clock to spend time with your family and your wife." Then the co- then the these owners are gonna say oh you're not committed enough and they'll fire him but that's bullshit you don't need to do that and so while I think the Jeff Saturday hiring was bullshit and was wrong for a bunch of reasons and I understand why my coaches and players are pissed off and why they think it's disrespectful and Jim Mercy is a clown I don't think the reason is because Jeff Saturday is not gonna live in the building for 24 hours a day and then the other thing that pisses me off about this game I just think is really unfair and I'm not saying Frank Reich didn't deserve to get fired because ultimately you know this team is underwhelmed a couple of years in a row. And I understand at a certain point, the head coach is responsible. But Jim Mercer went over his head to take away Matt Ryan when the team was 3-3-1. and one, And Matt Ryan had not been great, but had not been terrible, especially when you take into account the fact that the offensive line was hurt and that he was getting pummeled. And you knew that a 39-year-old Matt Ryan had no mobility. He was mm-hmm. doing okay. And then Ursay comes in over the top and says, no, no, you got to play Ellinger. And they look like the worst team in the NFL for the last two weeks. And then because of that, Frank Reich gets fired. And then Saturday and the 29-year-old guy come in. And they're like, well, wait a second. We don't want to play this. And all of a sudden, they're allowed to play Matt Ryan again. And, and so he gets a win in his first game. And I just think that's a little bit unfair to Reich. So. That's um, yeah, no, I agree. I, he, he had to be furious today, Reich, watching, you know, them him them being allowed to play Ryan yeah. and beating up on a bad team. And then people are like, wow, it's so shocking. I didn't know Ellinger wasn't going to play. So that obviously that changes it. I mean, I, I started the Raiders defense in my I work. Thought, I thought it was, uh, you know, in my AFL, he was added on Saturday. I thought they said that, Ryan. I think somebody said, don't be surprised. I think Schefter tweeted, yeah. like, don't be surprised if Matt Ryan takes a majority yeah. of the snaps or something. But anyway, 
mistake by me. Shouldn't have played the Raiders defense thinking that Ellinger would be there. It cost me uh fantasy week. But I, I but at the end of the day, the Colts are better than the Raiders. So the Raiders are terrible. So I guess it shouldn't be such a response. They had a better record yeah. and now they really have a better record. I I, I think... I'm going to end up winning my bet with Brooks. Remember, it was Broncos versus Raiders because the Broncos are yeah. go six and ten and the Raiders are go six and eleven. I mean, the they're both sad. I, 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 they're both they're both one and done at this point. They're both going to be one and done. I'm glad because you knew I was annoyed in in the preseason about all the narrative about how, oh, it's the best collection of four quarterbacks in the division ever. And, you know, that mm-hmm. wasn't true. And it's even more not true now. Not well, yeah. And in terms of quarterbacks, I think Russ, they're going to have to live with them, obviously, for at least well, one everyone year, in but... that division other than Mahomes has taken a hit. Like, Herbert's not as good as we thought. Russ is yeah. way worse than we I, thought. I, Herbert. The team has just completely collapsed on him. I have no problem. He, he's got yeah, backups but, but, on the line. But, but, he's not, missing his left tackle. He's, he's missing terrible. his receivers. He's not terrible, but he's not. On no, the level no of Herbert's Joe fine. This is all on. on he's that. not on the level of Joe Burrow, let alone Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And that's what we thought he was. If you switch them, he would be on Joe Burrow's level. If he got to play with the Cincy receivers and. Burrow I mean, had to play what without you, Joe Burrow's tackle. been sacked more than anybody. His offensive line is the worst in football, and he hasn't had Jamar Chase for the last. He week, has three so. receivers. Uh, uh, the now three years over. Mike Williams is is yeah. yeah, but he's got other guys. Yeah, he's got he's thrown a Jalen Guyton all game. Hurt. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, yeah. Burrow's situation might be a little better. I don't think it's that much better. Uh, Rams Cardinals worst game of the Even year. Even with basically. Slater's injury, I'd still rather have the Chargers offensive line than the Bengals offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colt McCoy versus John Wolford lived up to the <laughs> lack of hype. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just the, just the hideous, atrocious game. that It's be good because this is a game that didn't books. matter and that we shouldn't care about. But because of the Rams and they won the Super Bowl and they have these big name players and because Kyler, like because of big name guys, it was going to get more attention than it deserved. And so I think mm-hmm. that Cliff and McVay made it a deal. And they said, you know what? Let's just play Wolford and, and Colt McCoy so everyone can ignore this game as they should. And yeah. I respect. No, it's it. like lose, but under the radar. Great job by them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then and then uh, McVay Green not Bay retiring. Dallas. Huge mistake, right? Yeah, he should have retired because if he walks not away. Only... He's he's a legend. Yes. And and then every team in the league is trying to sign him for twenty million dollars. Yeah. I mean, and they 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 really, you know, walked between the raindrops last year in, in the March of the Super Bowl. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, we talked about their postseason. In hindsight. Yeah. Well, no, I mean in regular sight also, but I saw computer cowboy or one of these guys on Twitter was pointing yeah, out. Yeah, but like, you weren't like this team's missing the playoffs this year. It's like we consider no, no, well, no, but I did have them third place in the division, you might remember. Yeah, that's but true. I had to make I think I had to make the playoffs at 10 and 7. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Green Bay, Dallas, uh, you know, Green Bay had lost five in a row. The quotes after the game, it, they acted like, you know, that they were the Detroit Lions. Basically, they hadn't won a game in, in you know, 50 years. Uh, emotional win. They mixed stuff up on their secondary. They have a guy who can't tackle Sa- Savage. They moved him from safety to, to slot corner to help them out. Uh, some guy who basically never played before. Um, but the weird thing about this game is like, you know, halfway through the yeah. third quarter, when they were down 28-7 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. Rodgers was like 6 for 10. He had barely attempted any passes. And it was like a yes. redux of the Bills game. Where they're like, yeah, we're cool just running it a lot. It was losing. weird, right? Yeah, he was 6 for 10. And then finally like, he's he like, oh, 10 passes should, basically at the I should quarter. actually try and throw the ball if I'm going to have a chance to win, mm-hmm. which is what I criticized in the Buffalo game. And, and they were able to run the ball with Jones and Dylan, but I sure. hear what you're saying. But you need to throw the ball to win against high-scoring offenses, you know, when you're down by multiple scores. Mm-hmm. And they finally did, and they came back and won. And you know, I'm happy for yeah, coming fans. coming out party they, they for need, Watson they need to win once in a while. I feel bad for Packers fans. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, pack if you're a Packers fan or a Cardinals fan, teams that got to four and six, I you know, you're gonna have to hope for a collapse from a team like the Seahawks or the Giants or you know, because there just aren't a lot of spots available. The Eagles, the Vikings, and whoever wins the South are just so far ahead already. Uh, well, yeah, and, no, the divisions, are, yeah, the divisions are out of reach. 
No, the division had to reach, but just for the seventh spot I, at yeah. this point, people are so far. Or maybe well, the Niners. Well, Gi- Giants and Cowboys in Seattle. Yeah, so the Niners only have five wins. Right, but someone has to win the the, uh, the NFC West. So they both yeah, Seattle has. Collapse. Yeah, but 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 if you're the Packers, you need one team out of that. Team. Right, you just need one of those teams to collapse, and then either yeah. you or Arizona or whoever could could chase them. Arizona um, chasing anybody anyway. And then probably probably not, but we do have a bet on them making the playoffs. So I was hoping. Oh. Um, and then the and then the Niners Chargers. Uh, what do you think about this game? You know, the, the Niners, did you see the stat? Jimmy Garoppolo in games in which he has no touchdowns is now 10 and two as a starter. It is crazy. I mean, <laughs> first of all, this is like Garoppolo just says career high for games played with like seven. Yeah. Um, well, listen, his, his career number is, is, defense. is one of the weirdest pro football reference pages of all time. Yeah. He's like been around for so long and has played so few games. Kyle Shanahan just uh, continues the the difference between first through third downs and fourth down is just so confusing for him. You know, time and again, uber conservative on fourth downs when he's so dynamic on the first three downs, given the limitations of of his quarterback and of his offense. It's a little disappointing, though, because this offense should be producing more. George Kittle's doing nothing down the field. Uh, Debo is mm-hmm. doing nothing down the field. Uh, Brandon Ayuk looks like their best uh, downfield weapon at the moment. They're running the ball, not just with McCaffrey and Debo, but with Elijah Mitchell, like, you know, Shanahan can always put together a run game, which again, raises the question of why he keeps investing so much money in running backs when he does it with any running backs. But uh, I, I do wonder if we had seen the, the uh, Trey Lance, if he had been what we thought he had been. Listen, my, my preseason Super Bowl pick, I'm still sticking with it. 49ers bills. So, but um, the offense underwhelming. And as you said before, the Chargers, they just have so many injuries. They're beat up. It's hard to expect too much from them. Mm hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Um, okay, and uh, let's do quick guess the lines, and then uh, we'll come back oh. later in the week with uh, okay. picks and stuff. So now I actually have to get up. So selfish of you. Um, all right, so all right, so let's start with the Thursday night game. You have not guessed any of these yet, right? No, uh, you didn't. I you, think... didn't jo- you didn't jot down uh, Jets pets two. I J- think Jets, I was Pets spoiled on it ago? two weeks ago. I think I was spoiled on it two weeks ago, but I, I have a guess. Okay. All right. So we start Tennessee at Green Bay. Uh, this is, you know, we'll talk more about this, I guess, in our next episode later in the week. But this is an interesting game in both directions. Uh, where's this game? In Green Bay, Lambeau Field, Thursday night. This is hard. I mean, the Titans are a little bit better than the Packers. Yes. I'm going to say. I would say a little more than a little, but. I was going to say Packers by one. Okay. It's two and a half. I said two. So I beat you there. Packers by two and a half? No, just two. All right. Two and a half. I said two. Excuse me. Yeah. It's two and a half, which is a little bit of, you know, Green Bay is getting a little more respect this week, I guess, maybe because they came back on the Cowboys because I was shocked to see them such big underdogs at home. That, that, those were the two, 
was that the other one that we were agreement on or was that just me? Oh, no, you picked the Cowboys to win, actually. So it was it was Miami. Oh, Miami and Tennessee. Those are the two lines that we thought were we that we both thought were Uber uh, locks last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, the 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 two. All right. Um, all right. Let's go to uh, Sunday. We'll start with the, the the games that don't matter. Chicago and Atlanta. Uh, it's truly one of like the first like ugh, games of the year. Although Atlanta, I guess not technically out of the wildcard race, but. Yeah, Atlanta by three and a half. I said two and a half. It's three. So we'll tie over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, what other games don't matter? Uh, Rams at New Orleans. This game does not matter at all. I, the problem is I don't know Stafford's status. Do we know anything about Stafford's status for next week? I, I, honestly, I don't even care. <laughs> Saints by one. <laughs> I said one and a half. It's three. Okay. So, so there, there's a win for uh, for for me. Um, Washington at Houston. Uh, commanders by two and a half. All right. This is a game where I said, pick them. I didn't know. I didn't care. And guess what you got? You nailed it exactly on the nose. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Great job by you. Um, I, I figured Wash would be favored, but I just didn't care enough. So I, I said, mm-hmm. uh, all right. So two to two, uh, I know three to two, but, uh, you're only down one. Let's get to some games that do matter. Uh, Cleveland at Buffalo. I mean, matters. I, what one team is good. I should say, mm-hmm. I'm going to say bills by. 12. Okay. Yeah, that's way too much. Uh, Cleveland continues to get respect, right? They were getting too much respect in Miami. They're getting too much respect in Buffalo. It's only eight and a half. I think it's very low. Yeah. I, I even said 10 and a half. And so, yeah, I think that's a game maybe we consider betting on because what has Cleveland done to earn that? Um, is that a slight hedge for Josh Allen's health? I don't know. It's confusing to me because oh. Buffalo was favored by seven and a half against the Vikings last week before. Allen's yeah, but the Vikings are good. I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll, I'm we'll, saying what? so. Why are they only favored by eight and a half against Cleveland? That makes no sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then and then Philly at Indy. This is tricky. Uh, I'm going to say tonight yet, obviously the Eagles by eight and a half. Wow. You nailed it. Exactly. Impressive. Um, yeah, I was I mean, had to be more than the touchdown, but I want I was scared away from double digits. Yeah, I, I was way too low on this one. I, I said I said five. I guess partly we haven't seen Philly yet this week. So but you would bet your house on the Eagles if they were five point favorites against the Colts. No, I'm not saying I was correct. I'm saying I was incorrect. But mm-hmm. for, that's what I said for whatever reason. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get to your game. Jets at New England. We saw this a couple weeks ago. So Jets I, had a huge chance lost at home. I think I saw that it was past four and a half. My guess in my head, as honest with myself as I could be, would have been passed by three and a half. OK, well, guess what? The it's Jets on the it's, road. It's, it's three and a half. So you just nailed it again. So maybe I didn't see it at four and a half. Yeah, I said four. But, All right. So Akiva, now we're tied at four to four and I haven't been adding total points off, but uh Looks like you could be uh, getting your first win of the season, but uh, you got to add my points. This could be my best points. Yeah, total. Don't don't want to jinx it yet. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's another one you nailed on the nose. Uh, all right. Uh, Detroit at the Giants. Giants seven and a half. Yeah, uh, that's way too much. I said four. It's only three and a half. So the three and a half point favorites. Th- this game is at New York. Yeah, the, they're saying basically the Giants are seven and two and the lines are three and six and there's not much of a difference between them. And, and I, I don't really disagree that much. I think the Giants are better, though. But, yeah. Think mm. about it this way. If the Giants win this game, what they just beat Houston, 24-16, right? Yeah. So if, if, they, if, they, beat the, if they beat the Lions uh, 24-17, would you say, oh, that was a good game by the Lions? They covered? No. So seven and a half is way too much. 
Yeah, like but I Giants, thought that the their win a, over the Texans was by eight, and it felt like it was a game where a team and, wins Yeah, and, and the, the Texans are the worst yeah. in the league. The Giants aren't a touchdown better than anybody, basically. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, speaking about a touchdown better, Carolina at Baltimore. Uh, so they just said P.J. Walker is out, and Baker Mayfield's going to start. I think that's good for Carolina. Um, I'm surprised after PJ looked so bad two weeks ago, last week, excuse me, and Baker came mm-hmm. in and it, granted it was garbage time, but it looked competent. I'm surprised that they sent PJ back out again this week and he did absolutely yeah, it didn't nothing. make they, any sense to me. They made won, no sense to me. they won, of course, but he did mm-hmm. nothing. Make so. this, maybe Wilkes is one of these like can't lose a job when you're injured. I, I don't know. Um, Baltimore, eight and a half. I'll do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, Bill Simmons at seven and a half, but we know that he's a stand for Carolina for some insane reason. What, yeah. Eight and a half. What, what are you doing? How is this not double digits? Baltimore's very good. Carolina's very bad. What is it? It's 12 and a half. I was too low. I said 10 and a half, but I'm, I'm ahead of you there. So okay. all of a sudden you're down six, four. You're running out of games here. Um, the, the game that since he at Pittsburgh, this is the game that was flexed out when they flexed KC at the Chargers in. This is week one. Since- in Cincinnati, Pittsburgh went in and won. Remember, in overtime, Watt had a bunch of sacks. Cincy at Pittsburgh. Yeah, revenge game. I got this one exactly. Cincy by three and a half. It's four and a half. Okay. You're giving. I mean, you're giving a lot of respect to those Steelers. Listen, they beat Cincy once already. Um, you know, listen, they can get a pass rush with Watt. If, if everybody's healthy, the defense isn't terrible, but it, there's just, there's no way for Pittsburgh to score points with, with a decent offense. So, mm-hmm. all right. And then uh, our, our late slate, uh, Vegas at Denver, the, the Adam Brooks and me have a lot of money riding on this game. Ugh, the yuck ball. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Uh, Denver by three. By three. All right. I said four. You're going to get it. It's only two and a half. So, wow. Well, what has Denver done to earn anybody's respect? Which is why I didn't uh, last week's well, the other team you're talking about is two and seven. So yeah, they're they're, they're the only team they're ahead of in the stand in the in the standings is Houston, right? I think they would, the Vegas mm-hmm. would get the second pick in the draft if uh if did they have their pick? No, they traded it, didn't they? For Devontae Adams or um, no wait, that was a second round pick. I'm all confused. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, and then Dallas at Minnesota, the game that could not be flexed because the Cowboys are on TV too much, but it'll be uh, the whole country watching. Well, what do you think about the Jets Vikings being flexed over Cowboys Colts if the Colts are just unwatchably bad? I know they don't like to flex the Cowboys out of Sunday night. Yeah, well, so you so if if the Cowboys were maxed out, couldn't they simultaneously have flexed that game out in this game in or something like that? They could have in theory. Yeah, yes, but they did. Uh, yeah, because nobody wants to watch Cowboys Colts. No, I think Cowboys that Minnesota probably was protected. Cowboys, Minnesota, though, I, this is just we need Joe Buck and Troikman in this game. It's we I've said this 100 times already, but it's so sad. I never hear them anymore because I always watch the Manning cast and I used mm-hmm. to hear Joe Buck every well, week. the Manning cast isn't every single week. Is yeah, it? it's, it's yeah, that's true. It's they've missed a couple weeks, but it's almost every week. I used to hear Joe Buck every single week at four o'clock and in all the World Series games. And now he's mm-hmm. like barely in my life. He stopped doing his podcast with Oliver with Oliver uh, Hudson for some. Oh, reason. Oh, he did. Yeah, they, they stopped that podcast. that. May, yeah. Probably because he's making so much money. It's just like there's yeah. absolutely no reason. Um, but yeah, I, I just, you know, th- this game is it just it means less like Fo- Fox. I will say it. Fox's announcers, which have, you know, historically just been ab- abominable, just terrible, um, have gotten a little bit better overall. Like the bottom is a little bit better, but the top is so much worse without Buck. I agree. Of course, without Buck and Aiken, but my yeah, whole, but when I was growing up as a kid, you knew that Madden and Summerall meant you had a big Vikings game and then later yeah. on you had Buck and Aiken, you had a big Vikings game and there's Fox does not have any announcers that feel big like Nance and, and Romo, many flaws, 
But when they're announcing a game, it feels like a big AFC game. Mm-hmm. There is no Fox duo right now who makes. Yeah, I would say right now, Harlan, because Harlan, I feel like has been really good this year. Yeah, but he's not the and, number one team. And I and Eagle uh, who just got the final four. CBS guys also. Yeah, I'm saying so those three guys, I think, are the top three of the CBS Fox guys. Yeah. And they're all on CBS. You got Pam. Burkhardt is very Aaron good. Andrews on the sideline. That's how you know it's a big Fox game. Yeah. Burkhardt is good. Uh, yeah. And he's doing he's Bowl two of the next three years. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, and obviously we're par- the Mets guys are partial because he was the Mets. Uh, he was the Mets no, guy. He's fine. In, like, he's fine. But uh, I really want Aikman and Buck back. You know, if there was a GoFundMe, how much money do we need to give Buck to send him back to ESPN? Forty five like million dollars. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't have him in the World Series, which is which was a bummer. Yeah, I didn't yeah, watch I, the World yeah, Series. I, I really miss it. Yeah. Um, All right, so Vikings hosting the Cowboys. It is weird if you think about it. Buck went from having the World Series and uh, the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl. NFC Championship game every year, right? To yeah. just doing Monday Night Football, which has, you know, maybe either you have one mediocre playoff game and no baseball. Yeah. And I'm sure he's happy not to do baseball because it's a grind. But it's, it is fun. You just get much less of him. Uh, what's the game you mentioned? Uh, the Vikings hosting the Cowboys. Dallas's tour of the upper Midwest continues. Uh, Minnesota by three. Yeah, that's what that one would think. That's what Bill and Sal said. I said two and a half because I figured, you know, um, a little bit of disrespect for the Vikings and, you know, a little bit of public money on the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. It's not a little bit. It's a lot of it. The Cowboys are favored in Minnesota by two. <laughs> by two? I just I don't get it. Is this the line in the chat? They were like, I cannot believe that. Yeah. Line? Is this what yeah. And that's why I shush them. It, it, it's, one of the most shocking. I see, one of the most shocking lines I've I've heard in, in years. I, I know I, you're usually five points. Yeah, off the line. I really don't get it. But I clinched the week now because I beat you by half point there by uh, by before by, by being four and a half points off in the wrong way. I, I really don't. I don't understand this line, especially because the Cowboys are coming off a loss against the worst team on the road. Yeah. And they couldn't get to Rogers. Yeah. And, and like even like the advanced stats, which obviously still aren't in love with the Vikings. They're not that in love with the Cowboys either. They yeah, I agree. It's even. not like the Cowboys are the top team in the league. So, yeah, I'm very confused by this line. Um, Fascinating. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get to the game that was maybe like the, the Vikings motivation is so low at this point after that win. Honestly, all the videos I was watching, you know, any piece of content I, that was possible to consume, I consumed. I went through yeah. the, like, this Twitter like the Dix, account and Facebook play, account, Instagram account. Like the poor and, man's version of the Dix play the, 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 These players are, could not be more hyped and pumped and as if they just won the Super Bowl. But you know what? Honestly, they were like that last week. They're like that every week because every week they win mm-hmm. at the end of the game. And so, um, you know, they'll recover and the, uh, give us another dub. And also, listen, Dallas walked in last year with Andy Dalton or Cooper Rush, excuse me, and, mm-hmm. and, and beat the Vikings. So, um, yeah. Um, all right. Casey at the Chargers. This game was flexed in. Chargers usually give Casey a good game, but, you know, as we said, they're kind of banged up. Right Kansas. Now. And this game is in in L.A., right? This isn't uh, as if. Yeah. Big What's home, the Mexico big game? advantage? That's the Sam. That's a Monday nighter. Casey by three. Um, all right. I said three and a half. It's seven. So basically the, the, they're a touchdown. I, I mean, I guess they're saying there's the home field. at There's all. absolutely zero home field advantage, I mean, the Chiefs, which, yeah. which might be true, but is not how the lines have been usually set up. So did you did you see the uh, the hit on Juju? Where he got the concussion? Yeah, I mean, Chiefs Twitter was acting like the guy should have been arrested on the field. Cisco. Yeah, I thought Juju really led himself into into the defender, honestly. Um, I, I'd have to look at it again. I don't, uh, listen, anything in the early games, my mind was a blank, you know? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, yeah, so you're not going to win this week. Keep on, I'm sorry. It was four to four, but you've uh, only won one game since then. 
But okay. uh, we go this to Mexico. Probably still my best showing of the season. We go to Mexico, San mm-hmm. Francisco against the Cardinals. How, how do you say Cardinal in, in Spanish? I don't know, but how do you say 49er um, in Spanish? So there's a neutral site game. I'm going to say Niners. Is, by... is it neutral? Don't, don't they kind of pretend like these are Arizona home games? Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. But but uh, there's probably more Niners fans. Yeah, well, I, well that, that's true my, in Arizona. My also, grandfather so. has like a guy who like drives him around when he would go to Cancun. And he's a, a diehard Raiders fan. He has like a TV in his car. So he can like watch the Raiders game while he's driving. Mm, nice women. Yeah. Um, uh, Niners by six. Okay, by the way, just uh, to give you the answer, it is the Cardinales against the Okay. Wait, well, 49ers is not a word. So 49 yeah, yeah. is 49 versus the uh Curenta y Nueve ers. Um all right, what do you say for the line here? Six. Niners by six. Okay. You'll beat me on that. I said five. It's seven and a half. Okay. So yeah, people are not impressed with uh, Colt McCoy going on the road to win last week. I think it's my best uh, best series against this well, season. I, I, I think it's eight to up. six overall. I'll add up the points, see how many points away we were from each other. But uh, yeah, t- ten straight wins for me. Uh, but you, you've you've beat me in past years in individual weeks, so you've mm-hmm. uh, you've been struggling this week. All right, but uh, we'll that be was back fun. later so in the week. We'll do picks, and uh, maybe one of these weeks we'll do something funky that's not uh, two. Maybe we'll do one football and one something else. And uh, we want one minute on the Timberwolves. I mean. What's what's there to say? They, they they keep losing, and then they played Cleveland with most of their guys out, and they and they gave up forty nine points to Darius Garland and blew a twenty five point lead and had to win at the last second. So it's still I very. Thought Garland hit fifty. Oh, did he hit fifty? Oh, okay. I think he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, a, a, after the way that my Sunday started, that was all gravy. Oh, can I tell you about the uh, the scandal in my son's uh, foot flag football game? Oh yeah, please. So um, I, I missed the first half of my my son's flag football game because the Vikings game going forever. This, this is my. Uh, I, all three of my sons were in the playoffs. So this is my oldest son. His game started at 4.30. And, and it gets dark here now at 4.30. And, mm-hmm. it, but it's on, it's on a real high school football field, and there's lights. But the mm-hmm. lights didn't turn on for some reason. So I show up at halftime, and it's pitch black because, like, there's no lights anywhere, and you're in the middle of a football field. Um, and, like, the stands are, like, blocking out. Like, so you can't see anything. It's ridiculous. Um, and, but they're still continuing to play. And then all the other games get called. But my son's game is 0-0 at halftime because nobody can see a damn thing. But for some reason, even though they called the rest of the games, they're like, no, no, we're going to continue playing this one. So they, they play this game, and the other team gets a touchdown. Um, and, then, and then my my son pulls off like an 80-yard touchdown to pull within 7-6. It was very exciting. But nobody could see a goddamn thing. It was completely insane that they were playing. And so then um, the other team gets the ball 7-6, and they go 3-and-out, whatever they punt. And my son's team gets the ball back, and there's two minutes to go, and they're down 7-6. And now at this point, the commissioner comes in. He's like, okay, the game's over. We got to stop. It's not safe. So my son's team loses seven to six with the ball down with two minutes to go. Um, and, and like all the parents went crazy. And our coach uh, gave out the email address and phone number of the commissioners. Like everybody contact him and tell him that we should be replaying the game from halftime. And I'm like, while I agree, that is what they should do. I'm not going to like start bombarding this guy. Like I think that's ridiculous, <laughs> but like, yeah. but it is completely insane. Forget about like the outcome of the game. It wasn't safe. Like kids can't see, like nobody could see anything. The refs couldn't see anything. Oh, that's the best part. Um, like, so when my son's team goes for it on the two point conversion um, or on the extra point, excuse me, after they score the touchdown down seven, six, it was a pass. And there was an argument, like the, the ref ruled that it was trapped and all the parents are screaming. Like, it was a catch. It was a catch. And I'm like, Listen, I'm all for like yelling it was a catch, but let's not pretend any of us have any idea because you cannot see 
anything at all. Like he couldn't even do his throat. So um, yeah, controversy ensued. The lights went out. It was like the Super Bowl a couple of years ago where the lights went out, right? Didn't Ray Lewis say that yeah. was us? That was a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Dolphins had a conspiracy here so that they could sneak out a win over the uh, the beloved uh, Baltimore Ravens, which is my son's team. So as of now, the commissioner has yet to make a ruling, but as of now, they lost uh, seven to six. But um, yeah, just, just listen, recently, hard to get games replayed. You know, there's always some teams saying replay half the game time and- it was zero zero. Just play another half next week. It's fine. Like or, or even at the bare minimum, at least give my son's team the ball back down two minutes to go down seven, six. But you can't just call a game when once. Uh, anyway, so that, that was that my son was very upset with how that ended. But uh, as I said, Vikings won Timberwolves, my son, all gravy. I don't care. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you later. Chemical chains You've shut the warning I'm alive Wake me warm Let me see
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.